Thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I'm your host, Ryan Burklow. With me, as always, Alexander Collins. It's good to see you again, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, exciting 2020 uh, planning, I think, for a lot of people. Hopefully, we started it in 2019 so we can get going here in 2020. Um, But I think a lot of people have that conversation, and then 2020 gets here, and then it's all about implementing what you were thinking about doing in 2019. Yes. uh, So many of us wind up spending time working in our practices and not necessarily on our practices. So for those of you who are new, thank you for joining. Uh, For those of you who are returning, again, thank you for joining. Uh, Go to our website, holistic-finance.com. Uh, where you can look at our podcast episodes uh, that we've done in a uh, previous year, as well as if you have any questions out there uh, that you would like us to chat about on the podcast, or if you just have a, a question that you wanted to, to reach out to us for a personal reason, uh, that is also on that website. So definitely take a look at that. And then, as always, if you're getting any value out of these podcasts, please share it. You know, if you took something out of it, I'm guessing you've got a friend, a family member, maybe a coworker, um, maybe a business partner, who knows, that that might have some takeaways as well. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to bring value and share that message. So please do that. Today's episode, we already kind of, you know, let the cat out of the bag early. It's all about 2020 planning. Um, this is more about business planning for 2020 so budgeting almost for uh the coming year and so we've got four steps to consider uh when you're going to be doing this and so jumping right into it alex first step is reviewing what we did last year yeah what did you do in 2019 like literally looking at a line by line statement of where your money went in 2019 was it supposed to go there? Like, what was your plan going into 2019? Did it match at all? And then what value did it provide you and your practice at the in the end? Yeah. What came in? What did you expect to come in? What went out? What did you expect to go out? What are the different things that, that worked in 2019? What are the things that didn't work in 2019? It. I mean, I was thinking about, you know, when we do this for our practice, doing it line by line definitely seems tedious, but you'd be surprised what you see, where your money's going. And you're like, oh, I didn't even know I was still doing that. Like that, that goes for business and personal. Like I, I don't even want to know the subscriptions that I've got that I may have never touched in the last two years. But on the business side, it's definitely focused on that. Then also if we estimated what 2019 was going to be in terms of the cost and budgeting, how close did you come? Like, were you really close or were you like off the charts way off the map? Well, and the other, the other thing that plays into this is what happened during the course of 2019 that caused a shift, whether it was good, bad, and different opportunities and, and challenges come up every single year. 
And it's all about how we handle them and how how we roll with the punches, how we take on the the opportunities. And, and oftentimes it's unexpected stuff that pops up mid-year that really shapes that year. And you bring up uh, an excellent point. Like something's going to happen in 2020. Good, bad. We just don't know what it is. And there's always ideas that we've got in our heads, especially as practice owners, that we want to do. Alex and I always have the joke of squirrel, like <laughs> squirrel, <laughs> yeah. right? And you wonder sometimes how many times we go off our path chasing the squirrel rather than just staying on the path. And to your point, it's important to see where our money went for that, as well as from a practice growth, growth standpoint and value standpoint, are you constantly going off path? Well, not only are you constantly going off path, but identifying where the where the patients, where the revenue is coming from and understanding what it looks like, because oftentimes it's not where we think it is. It might be that something that we're we're doing that we don't necessarily like or think of like is actually generating quite a bit of revenue. And that's important to understand where everything comes from so that we can make more informed and, and better decisions to be able to, to help more clients, help yeah. more patients. This is probably a topic we should do a whole nother podcast episode on, and we could just call it chasing squirrels. But <laughs> <laughs> so step one, review 2019 budget, which leads us to step two. And that's okay. What's the budget for 2020? Right? Is what you're where you're putting your money now, are you gonna continue that in twenty twenty? Starting with the projection of the revenue of twenty twenty. How do we how do we do in twenty nineteen? Let's now project twenty twenty. And this isn't a projection of, well, I hope I can do this number. It's more of, you know, what have you done the last couple of years and maybe we use some percentage of that number to, to build into the projection for twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, it could be that we take a look at, at what uh, quarter over quarter, year over year, month over month growth has looked like, where are we trending, what what makes sense, and we really want to be fairly conservative with this because we don't want to get overcommitted because ultimately, for all of us, we are our own bottom line, and so everything that we overcommit to it's taken away from us. It's taken away from our family. It's taken away from the things that we wish we could do differently. So once we have that projection of revenue, then we can go back to, you know, maybe starting with that 2019 budget and list out the expenses of what we're keeping in that budget and maybe what we're changing as well as considering additional expenses. So maybe something's been on your mind that you wanted to do this year in 2020. Maybe it's more marketing dollars. Maybe it's hiring on an assistant. Uh, who knows what that could possibly be? You have to consider that into the budget so you can plan appropriately for 2020. Step three. So let's look at what, what has been our long-term commitments in the practice. And we want you to sit down and actually rethink those long-term commitments. And that's from an expense standpoint. It's also from what you're building standpoint. Yeah, understanding what our fixed expenses are, uh, taking a look at, at what employees we have or what employees we want to have, getting a sense of, of where we're at in our trajectory and getting a sense of, okay, what what 
what is the next step? How do we take that next step? And yeah, it might be increasing expenses to, you know, be able to provide a new procedure or move to online records or something of that nature that really enhances the, the experience for the client or, or the patient or, th or things of that nature. It, it could also be taking a look and saying, okay, well, we tried this and it, it didn't add any value. Well, let's make sure that we're cutting it. Now, an important part of this is you have to understand what your patients value. Like what is your value proposition and what are the things that are important to, to your patients? So taking some time to relook at your practice and rethink, okay, what is or are my long-term commitments and analyze that to what am I currently doing? Does that match up with what I listed as current long-term commitments? That could be all over the place. And you'd be surprised how many times we sit down with the practice owner, even us are, I mean, we're, Alex is laughing because even us, you know, we've done this where we said one thing two, three years ago, and then we are having a conversation and we bring that thing back up and we both look at each other like, yeah, that what we're doing doesn't match anything like what that commitment was for better or for worse. Sometimes it was us chasing the squirrel. For sure. And other times it was, you know, we're running a practice ourselves, we get busy and it just falls into the list of to-do items. The never-ending list of to-do items. And so you have to rethink, you have to come back to rethinking about, okay, what is, the, to Alex's point, the value prop of the practice and does this commitment match that? If it does, keep going with it. Or... Maybe your practice, your commitment, or your value proposition has changed, and you should be rethinking from that aspect. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna change, right? Yeah. Like practices change over time from technology standpoint, from new information that's coming out, even down to just who we serve as as uh, you know physicians and and who our our clientele, who our patients are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you want to work with patients and clients that you get enjoyment out of as well as providing value. And maybe it's sitting back with, I don't like working with this type of person. It doesn't match or mesh well with my personality. And when this type of person comes in, I don't do as good of a job. So maybe I should change how I'm marketing to the people that I want to work with. Yeah, absolutely. And then lastly, step four, and we've, I know we've spoken at this at length, um, but it, it really, we're just going to keep talking about it. And it's build your emergency fund. Make sure your practice is protected. Because the fact of the matter is, your business provides you and your employees the cash flow to live the life that you want. It's also imperative for your patients that you're able to make money and continue doing what you're doing. Because without that, you're not going to be around and without you being around your patients won't be very well taken care of. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword, right? It's not all about the money. Like I have yet to sit down with a naturopath and said, I got into the industry strictly for the money. It's always been about, I want to take care of people and provide them value from a natural, holistic, healthy standpoint. That's what I want to bring to the world. Well, to do that and to bring that value to as many people as you possibly want, 
it does cost money and it, it, it's cash flow to do that. And then you're, so that goes hand in hand. So keep that in mind. Money's not evil. It's helping you build everything you went to school for and everything that you believe in to bring that to the world. Absolutely. And as, as part of the, that the emergency reserve fund is there to be, to allow you to be nimble, to allow you to make adjustments midstream in, in 2020 and beyond to, you know, if an opportunity falls in your lap to buy a building or expand the practice or hire a new doc or something of that nature, but we want you to have that flexibility to be able to do that. Having an emergency reserve fund is one way of doing that. There's a couple other methods for, for having access to cash. Um, and to a certain extent, we use the term emergency reserve fund as a catch-all for access to, to capital. You know, Being able to have the working capital that you need to be able to create the cash to be able to, to seize opportunities when they arise. So real quick review on the four steps that we discussed today. Step one, review your 2019 budget. Then step two, build that into the 2020 budget, projecting revenue and what is going to be the budget for 2020. Step three, rethink your long-term commitments and not necessarily changing them, but are they matching with what you're trying to build? And then step four, Build the emergency fund. How are you protecting your practice and your employees so you can build what you want to build? So we hope today's podcast was valuable. Hopefully it gets you kicked off in the, in the right way financially uh, for your practice. And uh, we want to make sure that we keep bringing, uh, bringing that piece uh, to the table here. And so we'll end uh, with uh, the question of the day here, Alex. Sure. The question of the day is what is the most impactful change that you're making for yourself and your patients in 2020. So please head to holistic-finance.com and fill out on the bottom there. There's a question aspect and just put answer to the question. And the question was, what's your most impactful change you plan on making for 2020? Have a good rest of your day and cheers to a new year. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 3585 Maple Street, number 140, Ventura, California, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Security, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is an indirect wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. 
number 2020-92294, expiration January 2022.